Let's get physical, physical. Let's get physical, physical. Cool. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Wood Panther Killer Raccoon in the Wild. The show we were too lazy to pitch to TV. The podcast game show where two friends argue about the third's most burning and sometimes pointless questions in order to get a much needed point in our season-long contest. In some rounds, the two answerers don't always get to choose which side of an argument they're fighting for, which leads to some quick thinking and often has them mainly persuading themselves but more importantly, the questioner to believe in what they're saying. In other rounds, the answerers get a more open question where they can be far more creative with their choices, but they only get a short amount of time, and whatever they say first, they must stick with no take-backs. Our special round for Season 1 is Round 3 Fight, where the questioner will pick a universe from which the answerers must pick a character within it, and they must convince the questioner that their character will win in a one-on-one -on -one fight to the death. That's the game. Well done, Dad. So here we are, people. Uh, this is episode 12.5, we're calling this, as it is an unprecedented final episode of season one. Unprecedented no. when there has never been a precedent set. Well, there was the fact that we probably thought someone was going to win by episode 12. Yeah, we definitely thought someone was going to win by exactly. episode 12. Exactly. This is why this is unprecedented, and it's why we are here after a big pizza I, each going. Can I kneel out the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dan wins. I'll, I'll, take, I'll take a knee. No. <laughs> so at the end of last episode now hopefully we've left it long enough for you to all have listened to the last episode so you're all up to date that in the, in that last episode james and dan have tied and i know certain people are foaming at the mouth um i've had several abusive texts <laughs> yeah. oh, you. <laughs> a fucking draw <laughs> <laughs> yeah where's the lamb sauce <laughs> <laughs> yes we know some of you weren't particularly happy but hey it's the role it's it's maths and yeah. we can't help maths but we are what we are doing is we're settling this right now one question is all that stands in between us finding out who's won and who hasn't. But before that, of course, we've got to make an episode, an episode somehow. Yeah. I've got a, a little practice question. Well, I've got a rant. Oh, well, a, fine. A, a start episode Let's rant. Let's start that. Go on, James. Right, rant. so my start episode rant. I am never, ever, 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 ever fucking selling something on Facebook fucking marketplace again. Fuck me up the wall. That was the most painful experience. Is this your Xbox? Yes. So, for those of you who aren't aware, I sold my Xbox Series S the other day because I've got a PS5 and it's basically the Xbox has been gathering dust. Love the Xbox Series S. Great little console. Fully recommended it to Kirk, who also loves it, right? But one, yeah. It's a good little next-gen box. Did you buy it off him? No, no, I bought mine a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, because we were... Am I the guy? So, and then basically we all decided that we weren't going to play Xbox as a group anymore. <laughs> I know. <laughs> was, the second I bought it. Yeah, it's fucking cool. Basically, we all got bored of Warzone because they fucked up Warzone yeah. Yeah. as Kirk bought it. And then Madden, <laughs> it just dropped off as well. Yeah, Madden dropped off as well. Yeah. Anyway, so... I listed it for sale, right? And I I was careful with what I did. So I put a photo of the Xbox on. Now, the original controller with that Xbox broke. The uh, headphone jack stopped working. Mm -hmm. So I traded it in at CEX because they don't check the functionality of the headphone jack. And uh, bought a Forza horizon 5 edition controller which was a fucking great controller i showed you both it didn't i it was like mm. yellow and pink like the horizon 5 colors with like steering wheel grips on the back oh it's fucking great so i listed that and a spare wired controller i bought for when we're playing madden with the boys um <clears throat> and then i also had an expansion card for it and a external hard drive so i listed it for 200 pounds bear in mind they sell brand new for about 250 300 um Listed for £200, and I said, can throw in the... I, I basically took the expansion card and the hard drive out of it and then said, and I'll chuck them in for an extra 50 quid. Within about an hour of it going up, message from a guy. Guy says, how much is your best price on all of it? And I was like, here we fucking go. Here we <laughs> And I went, he went, cash waiting, we'll collect today. I went, if you're going to collect today, because I really wanted to buy my new Switch and Pokemon Scarlet... I was like, if you if you collect today, two hundred quid for the lot. Like, I'll give you the basically the hard drive and the the thing for free. Okay, cool. Uh, where can I meet? And I was like, here's my address. Oh, uh, are you near a train station? Here we fucking go. Here we fucking go. All oh, right, Coventry tra Coventry train station. Fine. I like 
I'll meet you at five o'clock after I finish work. That's what I said. And he was like, yeah, sound, mate, sound. It's like, clearly he's got nothing better going on. <laughs> yeah, because, <laughs> yeah. Um, and he says, and I did a bit of Facebook stuff and found out this guy's from Dudley. So it's like, right, okay, so he's got he's to make a bit of effort to get here, fine. The other side of Birmingham. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> and so I geared up uh, my mutual, my good friend, Cara, because Cara was working from home with me that day. And I said, Cara, after work, you come with me to the train station so I get, don't get stabbed or raped, yeah? <laughs> you, you don't have to worry yeah. about it. Yeah, like, I'm carrying 200 quid's worth of Xbox in a bag. Mm. I, I could either be stabbed, robbed, or God knows what. Yep. And he could just run off and hop back on the train and fuck off to Dudley, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, she was like, yeah, yeah, fine. I'll wait in the car and I'll just watch kind of thing, like binoculars, spy mode. Fucking eggs. <clears throat> it gets to like quarter to five. I text a guy. I'm on my way to the train station now. See you soon. Do you drive? Yes, I drive. Why? How? What's your best price for delivered? You fucking Dudley. what? 15 minutes before we're supposed to meet. You fucking what? You right. should be on the train already, mate, half yeah. an hour ago. And he's like, I really, really want it. I just, yeah, I need it delivered. I've got cash. What can you do? 50 quid. 50 quid to deliver. It's an hour and a half in rush hour traffic. 50 quid. Can't do 50 quid. Well, what can you do? What's the best you can do? No, what can you do? <laughs> yeah, and it was like back and forth. I was like, "Fuck's sake!" And the guy went, "I could do two forty." I was like, "You're really haggling with a tenner." A tenner. <laughs> so I went, "You know what? Fuck it. Yes, okay." Because it'll be about ten, fifteen quid in petrol to get there and back, but it gives me enough money that I can buy the switch and the game without spending any of my own money. So fuck it, I'm going to do it. And obviously, then traffic was shit. Yeah, fucking pissing with rain, pitch black. Fucking drove all the way there. Got. Some bloke standing outside, he's like, you for the Xbox? Yeah. There you go. Just fucking handed me the cash and fucked off. I was like, you're not even going to say thanks for coming all this way, mate. Really sorry to put you out. Yeah, f- At least he gave me the fucking cash. I, I, was, I, I was half expecting him to go, to be fair, here's 100 quid. So to be fair, what I did was, I specifically, I shared his address with Cara and Celeste. <laughs> like, when he gave me the postcode and the address, I was like, look, this is the address. I was like, I had to stop and buy a phone charger on the way because I was like, I'm not like my phone charger in my car had broken mm. and I, I needed to replace it anyway. But I was like, I'm not letting my phone die while I'm here. Mm. Yeah. Turned up at this estate and I'm like, fuck me, I'm going to get murdered. I like, I was halfway expecting, Dudley too. I was expecting the door to open and like 18 lads come out and just batter the shit out of me and rob my Xbox, you know? Yeah. I was like, fuck sake. So I was like, I'm leaving my phone in the car. I'm keeping my watch on me that way. They won't, they can't rob my phone unless they rob my whole car. Then I've got a bigger problem anyway. And I was like, and my watch will tell Celeste where I am. Yeah. So I was like, fine, I'm doing it that way. Like, why the fuck do you have to go through this much effort to sell a cunt in Xbox? Yep. Like. Did you not get any of the offers in the time no. that this was all happening? No. Oh. But I, I, I even offered it out to people. Like, I'll trade you for a Switch. No, not interested. Is that, no. do you sell on Marketplace often or? It's the first time I've done it. Oh, there you go. Well, me and Lauren have sold a few things, and it's standard practice that you get some weird people messaging you like, oh, have you got this? There was one guy, we were trying to sell a set of shelves, and uh, one guy was like, I'll give you this much for it. Uh, I think it was like 30 quid or something. Yeah. And we, we were trying to sell it for 50, because it was an Ikea, basically brand new yeah. set of shelves. And we are like, do you know what? Yeah, we'll take it. Went, what about 20? No, we're not taking 20. So like, okay, never mind then. And then another- <laughs> Another person offered us 40, so we were like, yeah, come and get it. And then the other guy piped back up, and he was like, I have 30 quid, I'm coming to get it. What's your address? And we're like, no, we've sold it for 40, mate. Where are you? I'm coming to get it. 30 yeah. quid. We're like, no, yeah. we've sold it. We've, we've sold the shelves. It's gone. It's gone. Yeah. He's like, what's, do you, give me your address. I'm 25 quid, I'm coming to get it. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> I just sold it for 40, so it's gone, and now you're lowering your price. I had a thankfully shorter experience, which was, is this still for sale? Yes. Nice. That was it. <laughs> yeah. That was it. Maybe this is what we need to be a special segment for season two. <laughs> we need fucking yeah, online shopping ordeals. Yeah. <laughs> I, had, I had one time where I ordered something off Vinted, thanks to Lauren, and mm. it just didn't show up. And I was messaging the bloke, and he's like, oh, here's the receipt, and just sent me a fucking black picture. 
I was like, that's not the receipt. And he's like, oh, sorry, let me resend it. My hand was over the lens. And then he just never replied to me. Wow. Sick. <laughs> and then I had to claim it all back through Vinted. And, it yeah. and I, I wasn't allowed to do it for like, th- for, what was it, like six or seven weeks before they like would officially let me claim it mm. as lost. And I'm like, <sighs> at least you can claim on that. Uber Eats has gone to shit as well recently. Like I've ordered some things off Uber Eats delivery in the past couple of weeks, and my delivery has been delayed by like over an hour. Remember when we had Mr. Beast Burger? Yeah. So, oh, Kurt, did you know we've not brought this up yet? No, we, we said you, we were going to bring it up for the podcast. Yeah. Did you know oh. Mr. Beast Burger is in Coventry? As in the internet sensation, Mr. Beast? Yes. N- no. You know Mr. his fast food chain, Mr. Beast Burger? Oh shit! I had no idea. No. No. What? What? It is. Shite. Garbage. <laughs> How is it? That's well, shame. like I'm not going to tar all of Mr. Beast Burger with it. The one in Coventry is ba- so. What I found out with it is it's a virtual restaurant. Mm. So basically, you sign up with your restaurant or kitchen, from what I understand, to be a Mr. Beast Burger, and you get given the supplies and the branding, like uh, franchising. Yes, yeah. but there's literally no. There's like there's no brick and mortar investment from Mr. Beast whatsoever, if you know what I mean. Like it's It like, just gives you the assets. Yeah. Yeah. So the village hotel in Coventry is the Mr. Beast burger. That's nuts. And we ordered it thinking, yeah, I'll be all right, quick meal. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't look too bad. We had a burger each. Yeah. Fries each as a meal with a drink. I had two sets of fries. And Dan had an extra set of fries. So it was like two burger meals. Dan had a chicken burger, I had a Mr. Beast beef burger. I had it beast style. Okay. There's only like three styles. Don't forget that you, you ordered the beast style fries. I also ordered beast style fries. Ah. As opposed to normal. Which are basically covered in cheese and pickles. I was like, that'll do. Like dirty fries. Yeah. Kid you not, mate. <laughs> the fucking thing delayed how many times? It was like... Three or four times. Over an hour and a half we waited for that fucking burger. To, it, to, not to get here, but for him to message with, I'm on my way now. Like, and to collect it, yeah. right? And he kept, I kept messaging him, like, what's going on? And he's like, oh, it's the restaurant made their shit. And was, I was like, poor guy was sat there for yeah, what, like, 40 minutes. Like, that guy's losing income as losing well. Losing money, yeah. 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 It's not the first time I had it. I had it with McDonald's a few weeks ago as well. McDonald's through Uber Eats. Um, <clears throat> so Mr. Fucking Beast Burger <laughs> turns up cold, despite the fact the guy was like, oh, at least, like, we're sitting there, well, at least they've made it fresh for us. Mm. Fucking stone cold. My B-style fries weren't B-style fries. They were regular fries. Mm. At least they put the bacon that I asked for on it. But And then the fucking fries were like basically McCain's oven the fries, fries. The fries oh. were not... They tasted good, but they, they weren't, weren't anything special. No. They were okay. like McCain's oven fries. You know, the wavy Crinkle, ones. Crinkle yeah. fries. Crinkle chips, yeah. With just a bit of seasoning on. And the burger was like something I could have made myself. Like... Yeah. Like the... Oh, that's a shit. I'm... And, I'm never going to go there. Yeah, and do you know? Worry. Do you want to know the kicker, the real kicker with all of this? Do you know how much it cost? For a Mr. Beast burger. Two burgers, three lots of fries, two cans. Well, well we didn't get one of the cans. Oh, but you still paid for it. Yep. Right. Oh yeah. Came as part. Of it the also meal. was the wrong can. Oh yeah. shit! It was okay. a Coke Zero instead of a Coke. I know it's not I mean, major, but yeah, still. Quick maths. Ideally, you'd be paying for the two of you twenty-one quid. Forty-five pounds. Oh my Kirk. god! Forty-five English pounds, which admittedly twenty of it got refunded when I kicked off, and then we used that to buy ginseng. <laughs> we ate depressing burgers, which we have some fried chicken. <laughs> oh my god, that's terrible! What fried chicken after depressing burgers? No, no, the, the forty-five pounds for two it's burgers and a few rubbish. chips and the wrong drink. Yeah, and it's is. Like and you know, like I say, no shade on Mr. Beast. Like Mr. Beast, as much as I said fuck Mr. Beast, like two episodes in, like <laughs> no shade on the guy. Like it's not bus- his fault. It's a business model, and I very much doubt he's there in the Coventry Village Hotel making my burger, bringing them up. <laughs> yeah. But like Jesus, do some vetting. Yeah. Like read the TripAdvisor reviews or something. Yeah. Because that, like, that's damaging your brand, my yeah. guy. Anyway. This is Wood of Panther Killer Raccoon in a while. <laughs> Episode 12.5. And we'd like to celebrate by launching Wood of Panther Killer Raccoon Burger. <laughs> a virtual, Wait. A virtual, Wait, Raccoon Burger? A, a virtual restaurant where you can order a burger either Panther style, Raccoon style, or Salty D style. 
Um, <laughs> I think we should, you know. And basically, you will order it. It will be three hours. We will then cancel your order and keep your money. We'll send you some lettuce. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Right. And that's going to be our first line of merch. We, should, we need to do merch. We should do merch. We need some merch designing. Cara can design merch. You could design merch. I could probably design merch. But will you do it? Three to five business weeks. <laughs> so, as, as if none of that ever happened, <laughs> I'm going to say, to keep this episode interesting, guys, I've, I've got a practice question. doesn't matter who wins. It's just purely, I want to know what, what you would say. and I'm quite interested. Okay. So, here so is the question. Is, this is no points. No points. This is just, just like a bragging warm, rights. Warm. This is warm-up bragging rights. You could say this is irrelevant. <laughs> Shit. But can I make money out of it? Drink. <laughs> I've finished mine. Yeah, same. It's also Dr. Pepper. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> no, I gave Kurt the last of the red, so I've got a bit of white. Dan, this is scathing. <laughs> anyway, here's the one more question. Uh, if I was banned from a local library, <laughs> what would be the reason? Completely open question. Have a think. Best one wins. Oh, James already got his hand up. Is it? Go on. Wanking in the CDs. <laughs> in the CDs. <laughs> yeah, libraries have CDs in yeah, they do, records. They do. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. And like you're an audiophile, mate. So it's either that or it's like the the. Um, what what the, CD is it? The biography of Mozart. Like, that's where you <laughs> you either go into that area or you're going to like you know, um, new wave jazz various. <laughs> you, you thought you were scary close. <laughs> like that is exactly where I would go. <laughs> it's new jazz variants, oh. yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, don't know. Um, I'm burning all the recipe books with meat in them. <laughs> not, it's not bad. Considering it was a half-assed answer, it's I not mean, bad. I, I mean, <laughs> Kirk is a veggie, but I've never considered him to be a militant veggie. I, know, I, feel, no. like, I feel like your personality is veggie music. Veggie music. <laughs> music with vegetables. Vegan. Oh, I like um, them people on YouTube who take carrots and hollow yeah. them out into recorders. Them into flutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so James is saying that I would have got kicked out for one, revealing in a, myself in, in, inappropriate and CD finishing player. myself in a CD player of some new jazz or Mozart. And I think, sorry, just to add to this, I also think you'll have done that as you've returned a CD that you've already borrowed to rip to your iTunes library. <laughs> and what and as you're being escorted out in handcuffs, the librarian opens up the CD and finds it very sticky. <laughs> <laughs> so graphic. Dan, what, what am I, what am I, I'm burning meat recipe books. Mm. Wow. You're cooking the book. I'm cooking, cooking the book. <laughs> <laughs> That's minus a point. That's minus a point. <laughs> That's, that's a negative one. Hey, we, yeah. we said there's no points in it. Yeah, this so. is true. It's true. Kirk's ready. Kirk's setting fire to Guy Fieri's big barbecue blowout. Yeah. <laughs> the irony. Oh, I love it. I love it. Oh. <laughs> now, James is very close. I, I did literally go to Cov Uni Library and, and take all. No, 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 no. 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 These but, two are stuck together. But <laughs> <laughs> so I did literally borrow every jazz CD they had and ripped it to my iTunes library and yeah. took it back. That's what I did. Um, I didn't monkey them though. <laughs> what music arouses you? Uh, jazz. <laughs> jazz. <laughs> it arouses you. Is that because yeah. it sounds like jizz? No. No, it's because it's sexy. I think I think if there's any kind of like arousing... Smooth jazz, come any, on. Any kind of arousing music surely has to be like really epic. John, it's not going to be Smack My Bitch Up, is it? No, it's like John Williams' film scores. Oh, that's true. It's good. Like, you're sitting in a cinema and it's like... Jaws comes like, on. Like, like think, even, think even better, Jewel of the Fates, which I don't know if that's John Williams. But it is. Yeah. You, you're lying there, you're watching it in the cinema. Da, 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 da. I'm fucking full mast, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I am dicking a bitch to That's the noises she'll be making. Or um the official jizz, Star Wars. Oh the Cantina band. That's called jizz, that music. It's called jizz. Mm. Oh, we learn something every day. It's officially, it's officially the music is called jizz. Yeah. It's like, bro, 
Call it Jaws. <laughs> Call it Jaws. Don't. If you're going to change the vowel, <laughs> not an I, please, sir. <laughs> please, Mr. Lucas. Oh, dear. Um, I like Dan's line of cooking the books. Oh, okay. I'll get into Dan. <laughs> I mean, there's no point. It doesn't matter. There's no yeah, point. But... I was so scarily accurate, I thought. I'd <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it was creepy. Like, I could see Kirk's face. Just, <laughs> I did do that. <laughs> okay. I get flashbacks to that time. So. He was sticky in the library. <laughs> no. <laughs> like a it's weird version been. of Cluedo. <laughs> it's it, funny how it much. It was Kirk in the library with a CD. <laughs> yeah. I just want to say, guys, it's funny how much you take the piss out of me when I hold all the cards in this game of who wins this season. Yeah, but if we're both making fun of you, you have to yeah. pick one of us still, so it doesn't matter. Shut up. <laughs> anyway. I just found an Allen key down my sofa. Oh. Um, so I've gone, I've gone back through loads of questions that I had written down and sort of ignored previously because I thought one would have suited the episode better. Um, and I did have another one in mind that I thought of, but actually this one beats it. So. Remember, this is a comedy podcast. It needs to be funny. Yep. It needs to be witty. Yep. Now, I thought, well, let's try and keep it. Because in... in <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. And so that concludes. Yeah. James <laughs> is the winner. <laughs> USA! You... <laughs> USA AIDS. Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, carry on, Kirk. Sorry. <clears throat> Serious face. So in the- <laughs> I knew it. I, I knew he was going to break. I knew it. <laughs> I looked in his eyes. No, so in the past, I've asked questions where, let's be honest, it's mainly Dan has no idea yep. about certain things, including music. That's yep. just, just music. Sorry to interject. Like, you've just jumped on me there. I, like, I, I was thinking about this the other day. And I was like, I genuinely think the way we sit in the room summarizes the scale of our personalities. Like, I think that, like, I think I am the midway point between you two, <laughs> like, in terms of chaos and intelligence. <laughs> That's why we it's like, I know, what is this gap here? Like, <laughs> That's no man's land. <laughs> That's the cat. <laughs> right. So yeah, uh, Dan has struggled in the past with not knowing certain things. So I thought, let's just pick something I know you both know at least something about. Yep. Right? I Aragon. Want... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <Drink>. So, <laughs> oh. <laughs> what I'm oh. talking about is sport, guys. Okay. And I know that James is big on American football. Dan is extremely big on, on basketball and also American football as well. Uh, and you're also into... Bowls. And you're also into uh, Coventry City Football Club, so English football. Sky um, Blue RV. Yep. So Sky you, you all RV. know enough about sport. Sky Blue However, RV. Shut up, James. Go However, blue. <laughs> go blue. Yeah, I'm into college football as well. Does that make a difference? Sure. These kids. Let's ride. <laughs> I'm just trying to ask the damn question. I don't even get to play. Just, <laughs> all I'm going to do is ask the damn question and go home. Okay. So, <clears throat> serious face. So, although you're both into sport, which is which is really good, uh, it's actually also using Dan's coin phrase irrelevant, because I'm going to ask you to invent a sport. Okay. And your sport has to be better than the other person's. Oh. Right. Okay. And it can't just be a mashup of football and hockey and smash it together. That's not how this works. And you need to come up. So, a similar in a similar way, J.K. Rowling came up with Quidditch. I want you to come up with your own sport. There's got to be a, a point system. There's got to be. Uh, whatever the, the aim of the sport is, how many players, all that kind of stuff, and what they're doing. I'm going to give you, I don't know what, a minute or two? Have a think about it, and we'll, we'll come Shit, back. Shit, that's, that's a good question. That's a, that's a lot to think about. It is the final after all. It needs to be good. Two hours later. Okay. Okay, we're back after a lengthy pause while these guys came up with some rules and some names and some ideas of their games. It seems Dan has pulled an idea he had from the past, but he's sort of built upon it, and James has made a fresh idea on the spot. So. A wine-powered. W- wine-powered? <laughs> yeah, I've had a glass. Oh, I see. Um, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't the sport involved wine. I was, yeah. that's, that's not how this goes. I'm never playing that. <laughs> Just to annoy Dan.
So more so to all the listeners out there, as, as, as a lot of you are involved in the sport we play, I just propose that whoever wins this gets their sport played at our next training session. Mine well, so, might be a bit difficult. Yeah, mine well, too. Well, well, we can <laughs> adapt. We'll see, we'll mine, see how it goes. Mine isn't really a grassroots sport. <laughs> oh, interesting. It should involve ice. Yeah, you have to have a lot of equipment. <laughs> Mine's only like a small amount of equipment, so mine... By the sounds of it, mine's going to be more likely to be able So Dan to- wins. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think you could probably adapt mine. Yeah. Okay. Probably there's, adapt always, mine. there's always room for a Nice. Uh, I think we should get a coin. Okay. Okay. Flip the I coin think, to see who goes first. I think Dan should go first because I finished first. Well, that's not how this works. <laughs> <laughs> for this episode, I'm going to use a 50p. Yep. Nice. Uh, the year, the yeah, we are. The year is 2003. Oh, it's old. Almost as old as Dan. Yeah. Just and a baby. <laughs> Ten years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. So if it's a heads, James, you're gonna go first. Love a bit of head. It is a heads. Okay. I would like to introduce you two gentlemen to the sport that I have named Flugball. Flugball. Flugball requires two teams of eight players. Nice. You have to pass what I've determined to be a po- polygonal ball. Right. And the reason why I say that is, you know how, um, you know, think of how a football is stitched into like pattern, into mm-hmm. like patches where it's like mm. pentagons and hexagons. Imagine if that ball wasn't strictly round. Okay. Dodecahedron. Yeah, kind of dodecahedron. But like a 20 sided dice. Yes. Yeah. But like, nice. it, it might be more sides than that. It's mm-hmm. just. So it's not a truly round ball, but it's not quite the egg shape of rugby or American football. Yeah. The pitch itself is a hexagon, but it's almost like a diamond crystal hexagon. So it's very long in the middle, with then two diagonals that go to a point either end. Yes. In the middle is the fluke, which I will explain shortly. Yeah, okay. The fluke. The objective for the two teams is to pass pass the ball through a circular goalpost, which is raised above the floor, at either end of the pitch where the points meet. Right? Okay, yep. But, here's the twist. You don't get a point for passing through the goal. What happens is, you pass through a goal, that starts your scoring play. Mm-hmm. At which point, you have to recover the ball and get it into the flug to get the point. It's a flug. It, it is a, essentially a hole in the middle of the pitch that then fires the ball back up into the air to resume play. Oh, I like that. So it's immediately restarts. Yes. So, nice. And then basically, once the ball's in the flug, the team that put it in there gets a point. It's full contact. You can only dribble for five steps before you have to pass. Mm-hmm. So you are allowed to move, but only five steps. Um, it's full contact, so anyone can just smack into anyone and recover. But And your point can be stolen. So once the scoring play starts, if the other team puts the ball in the flug, they get your point. Oh, so they can intercept oh, okay. and then yeah, they don't capitalize. have they don't have to then go back through their goalposts. Oh, okay. oh, but obviously, if no one was to go through a goalpost, no one could score. So mm. that's the reason why you go through the goalpost. Right. So once it comes back out of the flug, it then has to go a, back through a goalpost. Goal so as a as a as a defending team, you'd almost welcome them to yeah. put it through their own hole. Yeah. So you can then try and get it back and get an easy goal. <laughs> Make them do all the effort. And then yeah. yeah. Oh, I like it. I like it. Have you got an idea about positioning? So these, these got these eight players on the team. Yeah. What kind of positions are you thinking of? So, well, I my logic is with these eight, you've essentially got two that would act as your call it striker goalkeeper. Uh huh. Because there's no because the thing is is there's no rule that says you can't put it through the goalpost on your side. Hmm. So you could go back and do it, and then the other team has to rush over the flug to get you. Or you could go the other way if you wanted to, depending on what side of the pitch you're on as to where the flug comes out. Mm. So if the flug fires up and over the halfway line to the other side, you might as well go for their goalpost because right. you're already over there. Yeah. If it comes over to your side, nothing stops you from going back your end and passing it through. So you have two at the back, one who essentially is a striker and one who is a goalkeeper, who's like defensive mm-hmm. and offensive-minded. You've then got your th- your three at the front, who are your recovery team. They're jo- they're the guys who are best at catching the flug in the air and getting it 
away from the other team. Nice. And then you've essentially got a midfield who they're kind of a bit of a jack of all trades who can get the ball back to the goalpost or help rush forward. Mm. Mm, I like oh, it. Nice. I like it. So Flugball from James. Flugball. I've got some questions for later on, but yeah, Dan, go ahead. So my game that so we sort of invented this when we were younger, me and me and one of my friends. Um I've taken, like I said earlier, two elements. Two and a half elements from it. Uh one's the name. This is called the Graffle. Okay. Um, don't ask why. It we have no idea why that started we started saying that word. It's spelled G R A double F L the Graffle. Okay. I um, expected an E at the end of that. No, you expected wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we ha- we live in a society. Yeah. Um so that it, you it's two you can play it in solos or doubles or triples if if you want to be freaky. Um Okay. It's uh kind of like so for every play you have there's a two meter square box on your side. There's there's two sides, and a and a like a plastic, some kind of contraption in the middle dividing the two, like the a two net, sides, like, a, like net a net or like a but it's, yeah. So screen. we did it on the tennis court, yeah, where we started it. Um, so on your hands you have big pallets that are like gloves, yeah, um, that you use to tap a ball, similar to a tennis ball, yeah, um, but like table tennis pads. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. Um, so you can't like grip anything or, mm-hmm. or, or catch the ball, um, and you have to. So on on the net per se, there's a, at the bottom of the net there's like jutty out points, and they're called the grapple points. This is the other other element that came yeah. from it. They're called the grapple points, and if it, so the the thing you've got to do is you've got to hit the ball to the other side, and the aim of the game is to get it to hit the top of the thing and then drop down and hit one of the grapple points. So that right. it doesn't bounce on the other player's side and they can hit it back. If it hits one of them points, it shoots out and that's a point. Okay. So, ah, so it's like tennis, but instead of hitting the net, yeah. So if you, you almost it, want to hit the net. Yeah. So if you hit it over and it just bounces and then bounces away and they don't hit it, that's nothing. Right. If the other okay. player, you're trying to get it back. If you hit it and it goes out of the box, you lose a point. Right. So the only way to get points is to get it to hit the top of the, the net. We'll call it a net. And it to drop down, hit a grapple point, and shoot away, oh, and roll nice. across the floor. Once it's rolling, after hitting a grapple point, that's it. If for whatever reason it bounces off the grapple point, it's still in play and they can carry on. Okay. Are there different elements of the grapple points? Like, are there different points available? Yeah, or? so that they they can be changed and, and moved around. Ah, so it's a bit like but, tipping point. Yeah, so they'll kind of randomise it at the start of each game. Nice, cool. Um, but they'll be the same amount on each side. Hmm. And perhaps oh, so would the opponent know where? your golden chances are for instance i mean that i was actually thinking that like depending on what the middle thing was made of if it was a hard yeah opaque material you couldn't see where the grapple points were yeah that'd be pretty uh, so is there no guarantee the grapple points are on the same points no so i'm thinking so like a like hundred points could be here, when you go in you can put the grapple there. points where you want uh, them so let's say there's three you can plug there'll be a, a row of places you can plug them in right. you plug your grapple points in Something like Ooh. battleships, kind of thing. You gotta guess uh, where it. Obviously, once you find one, you can kind of aim it there. Nice. Okay. But then you can also play where you know it's know where they are. Nice. Okay. Bend the rules a little bit, and then like doubles would be doubles, but you get an extra two meters square per player you add. Oh, okay. Nice. So, how athletic is yours, Dan? Nah, not very. Not very. So, is, but is it very forgot, stop and start? I forgot to mention. Um, when you hit a grapple point, um, or when no, when they hit a grapple point on your side, you have to scream grapple. <laughs> That's just the rules. Otherwise, they get more points. It's like Uno. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Or the grapple. Only because that's what we did. Whenever, whenever it hit the, the grapple point, if you like, we just start screaming. So <laughs> that's an that's an important rule. <laughs> Fair, enough. Fair enough. To keep it at its roots. I feel like I feel like. It, sports invented by children is such a such a ridiculous thing. It's mm. brilliant. Like we, when we were at school, we played Wii tennis, where you take go to the tennis court and tuck your arm into your sleeve, so you didn't have use of your. Because you know how the guys on the Wii <laughs> yeah. don't have arms; they've just got hands. <laughs> so we used to used to serve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, amazing. Okay, so James, I've got a question for you. Yes. So once the ball has launched back from the fluke. 
So, is, so I would actually like to say the term to score a point is locking the flug. Locking the flug. Once you have locked the flug, that is you securing a point. Mm. Nice. Okay. And then the flug will release. release. And it's releasing the flug is the restart of play. My question is about the release. Yes. So let's say there are spectators, and let's say your sport took off and it's in stadiums. Yes. You've got all people all around. Now, you said how it depends on where that flug goes as to where they can then score their points from on either side well, of the no, team. Well, no, they can choose. If you wanted to, if the ball comes over your side, you could still run the length of the field. That's, okay, yeah. But what I'm saying is, as a, as a spectator, is there a way you're going to program that flug so it does go either side? Because otherwise, I'd be pretty pissed off if I was paying £47.50 to see the sport, and it's all the way over there for the whole game. The flug is basically on... <clears throat> it's essentially, if you imagine, it's on a ball... And so it's got a ring around it that limits its travel so that it won't go off the field yep. per se. But it's got uh, it's on a ball joint, if you imagine like a almost like an elbow or something yep. you know, um a shoulder, sorry. And then that and that flug is constantly just kind of spinning randomly within nice. a minor gyration. Yep. Nice. So it's like, you know, someone's dad at a wedding trying to look sexy. <laughs> <laughs> so you have no idea where it could go. No, so you could lock the flug. And then there's obviously the reset release, which is the points are going, and it's like three, two, one. But you can't, so you can't really predict. Yeah. There's no, there's, it's very difficult to tactically lock the fluke. Yeah. Other than to secure the points. Other than just like strategically placing people. Yes. In, in ideal but, locations. But the other thing is, is you can't cross the halfway until the fluke is out. Uh-huh. So if you're, if you're on one side and the flu goes to the other side, you then can't, you can't rush for that until that ball is above, until that ball's out and over the half, if you know what I mean. Okay. So, like, if you think, like, a la a kickoff in American football or rugby or something, where it kicks and then they follow it, mm. it's almost like it's in the middle, it goes up and over, and only once it's gone over. Yeah. Ah, oh, that peak. Can you, yeah. can you then go, right, it's, now we can track it. Once it's hit its cadence. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Oh, that's cool. I like that. I like that a lot. I really see it as like a massive arena sport. So it's yeah. like in basketball, goaltending is if someone shoots, uh, if it's on its way up, you can block it. But once it's on its way down, you can't block it. Yeah. But oh, I didn't way. know that. Oh. Yeah. So then you've got like, and the thing is, is the goal isn't necessarily at the tip of the, yeah. of the, uh, the diamond, so to speak, the, yeah. the hexagon. It's just offset. So that there's enough for a player to stand on the other side to yep. be the receiver once it goes through the goal. So you know how I said you've got your goalkeeper and you shoot it. Your goalkeeper goes behind that goal so that then it goes through the hoop and to that person to then return it to play to get it back towards the fluke. Nice. Nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. I like it a lot. Fluke ball. Dan, I can, I can see yours being very electronic mm-hmm. and almost appealing to VR. Like an, arca- like an arcade game. Arcade game, but also appealing to VR sports. Mm-hmm where yours could be transformed into that and still yeah. play your game. So you've got a lot of longevity on this game. Um, I like the idea that it could be opaque. Yeah. So you are playing ahead. Um, would there be any um, point buildups or XP, or what's it called, when, when, it, when it sort of charges and you get more and more and more as it goes on? Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, so if, if, if it's like a rally and the rally increases... Yes, exactly. If it's a rally, so say could if, you build say up... if you get to 10 hits back... Yeah, build up multipliers. Then, yeah, it, then it becomes like a five point rather than a one point. Yeah, more. and then your graph could be worth a, 500 it's, rather it's than 100. It's a similar thing to what I wanted, wanted to implement in Passball, where I know Passball is something these guys, like the audience ain't going to fucking know really, but like where... Because in Passball, we have the rule that it's a three ball minimum, three yeah. pass minimum before you can score, where I was like, okay, but if you say if you get six passes, that should be a two point. Mm. Yeah. So you can choose to take the extra risk to pass longer Mm. if that results in more points yeah rather than doing what a lot of people do that wins which is one two, <laughs> yeah, one, two three <laughs> yeah. yeah one two three launch and pray yeah. so it's like you know you know when we go to the the last last score wins mm. that score wins can become irrelevant because if you're three nil down you could get three back by doing a ten pass play mm-hmm. yeah. mm. for sure I love, I love it. So we've got stacking over here. But yeah. VR capabilities as well as physical. The good thing about the grapple is it's it's flexible. Yeah. You know. That's true. You can be played anywhere. You can play it anywhere. Just take your grapple with you. 
could you uh, maybe you could, maybe you could buy a graffle kit on Amazon? Yeah, a graffle or kit. Or Danazen. And you can play it in your in your garden. Graffle in the gaffle. Graffle in the gaffle. <laughs> gaffle. <laughs> so so <laughs> I like that so much. So so I did think about that. Like, Do it over your neighbour's fence. <laughs> I, I thought about like shit, this this like the flug ball would struggle to be a grassroots sport. Yeah. And then I went, No, it doesn't need to be. Because it can be played with something as simple as a referee and a bucket. <laughs> okay. Because if you you could make just someone stood in the middle no, with no, a bucket, just, you, you need to be stood because the flug is in the ground. Yeah. So in theory, you could just have a bucket in the midpoint. Yeah, yeah. You could bucket the flug ball, and the ref chucks mm. it up, and then the ref just chucks it up. What are they chucking through as a grassroots sport? Because obviously you've got these giant hoops in the air. Well, you could use anything really. You could use a, a you could use a rugby post. Rugby post. Listen, one time, me and my friend in the back garden of my grandparents' house stacked some garden chairs. So it was about. Six six foot of chairs, and then we put you know them big like plastic tubs that you store stuff in. Yep. Put one of them on top, and we're playing basketball with it. Yeah. And then my dumb self decided a slam dunk would be a great idea. I got a scar on my arm from when I went through the side of the plastic box. I got a shard of plastic just in my arm uh, <laughs> from trying to dunk. Obviously, every time we scored, we had to pull the bucket down, take the ball out. Yep. <laughs> I'll never forget a Blue Peter episode about that. Where apparently basketball used to call basketball because it was a basket with no hole in the bottom. Yeah. So yeah. they used to chuck the ball and they had to get someone to get on a ladder and get it out. And mm. Well, or like they used to have that. a stick or something and poke it out. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sure I read somewhere that like the origins of basketball could be traced back to like ancient Egypt where they had like a hoop built into a wall, but it was like a horizontal. Like, like an El Dorado. The, the Mayan yeah. ones, yeah. 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 And you used to, and you used to have to pass El Dorado it with the armadillo. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that, cheating. that was a real thing, though. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They still is. They still play it. I do. They off your hips yeah. and heads. Oh, that's amazing what accuracy they get from their hips. Yeah. Nuts. Fair enough. Oh, okay. We should, so we should play that. <laughs> <laughs> the Eldorado game. <laughs> nice. So uh, you could have a hula hoop tied to a GoPro stand for all I care. That's true. Uh-huh. Or, or maybe yeah. maybe you could even buy like swing ball sets, but yeah. with a hoop oh, yeah. instead. Uh, or perhaps, or it could just be swing ball with a hoop. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, interesting. Nice. At the professional level, like obviously there's regulation and stuff, but at the grassroots level, I'm sure they'll make it more accessible. Like, yeah, there's always a way. Yeah, there's always, always a way. way. Maybe if you can like light up if like, the ball goes and, through. And there's also then like things like you could have flag flug ball. Yeah, yeah, flag flug ball. That's that's hard to say, isn't it? <laughs> flag flug ball. <laughs> flag flug ball. Flug flag ball. <laughs> or, or touch flug ball. Nice. You could have um flag raffle, but it'd be pretty pointless. Yeah. <laughs> I'd li- I'd like to know. Um, I'm getting pretty close to my answer. I'd like to know. Let Let's say your sport took off in the UK, um, and it could be geographical based. It could be anything. I want to know what one of your teams could be called that play your sport. What my team would be, or just. Well, I'm I'm confused by the question. Like what? what As in, mean? for instance, in in England that play American football, especially contact. Yeah. They're the cheaters, the rhinos, the oh okay, yeah, yeah. But obviously they're like the 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 Chester cheaters or something like that, right? Or the rugby rhinos, like something like that along the lines. But what would suit your sport? Do I have to pick a place? (laughs) You don't have to, but you could do. I I think I think mine would stray away from animal type. The Swansea schlappers. The Swansea Schlappers. It would it would stray away from <coughs> it would stray away from like um, animals per se. Like it wouldn't be like the elephants or the, the pistons, the birds. It would be like the like say the Stafford Stampede. Oh, nice! Yeah. Like because it wants quite rugby league yeah. sounding. Yeah, yeah, you want yeah. it to be like or oh, tough words. Yeah, tough words. The Coventry words. Crusaders. Yeah, yeah. And Dan, what about yours playing the grapple? Sh- the schlappers. The schlappers. The whackers. The whackers. The tippy tappers. <laughs> it sounds quite dainty. The, I like it. The clapbackers. The clapbackers. <laughs> Anything along those lines. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. The Cardiff Crushers. The Fanny Flappers. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> the Minge Mops. <laughs> <laughs> the what? The minge mops. 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 We said mob. <laughs> Dan, what is the... Uh, how do you win? Like, is there a time limit? Is there a point limit? Yeah, you play for as long as you feel like. 
Okay. And then who else? How, how do spectators get their money worth out of that? <laughs> oh, three points that'll do, mate. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the gamble with grapple. <laughs> the timer is uh, is a random timer. <laughs> you just have to get as many points as you can, but you can get minus points. Yeah, so okay. the game could end in like minus three, minus four. But obviously, there's got to be some kind of some kind of regulation if we went to the Olympics. If we went to the Olympics, we'd 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 give them. Uh, we'd I think a solid half an hour. Okay, so game, game would be would be good. Nice, because then you could have have multiple games going on. Yeah, multiple like you rounds. do little like switchy swaps. Yep, fast pace. Or when they switchy swap, could they then keep yeah. n- know where the other person's grapple is? So when it comes to round three, well, you change it at the start of each back. game. Oh, okay, you okay. Can, you can, yeah, we can replug your grapples. Yeah, interesting. Okay, nice. And and, and James, how, what's your own game? So the time period is four twenty minutes. Where mm-hmm. sorry. No, three, did my maths wrong there. Three 20 minutes, but they are individual games, so they always reset. So every single game is best of three. Oh, okay. oh nice. So, so what if you win the first two, is it just... <laughs> if, you win, if you win the first two, then you, it's, then it's done. done. Okay. And then but, Coronation Street's back on. But, but you, <laughs> could, you could win the first two, and they would still play the third period, because you're playing for goal difference at that point. Oh, oh okay. So in the so league. It's in the league. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I got you. But you would still, like, but you know... The, uh, essentially just playing for you pride. Get the, you get the win record and then you get the goal difference yes. record. Yeah, because if you score 30 on them, yeah. you still get that 34 yeah. regardless, like 34 your team, yeah. <clears throat> regardless. Um, in terms of scoring, it is only single points per fluke because I wanted to keep that nice and simple. I didn't want it to be like, oh, you get six for a fluke and five for an intercepted mm. fluke. No, it's, it's per fluke is a single point, whether that's intercepted or not. So, yes, there is the possibility of draws, but mm. the best two out of three should minimise that. Oh, man. Both these sports are really good. I almost want to say, let's put it to a public vote. <laughs> don't you, <laughs> don't you dare. dare. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said almost. Oh, guys, this is really tough. I, I like both of these sports. I love the team element of James. I love, I love the fact the positions are set. You can even rotate the positions around. I also love Dan's one where it could be played with one or two or three people at a time. Oh, they both have Olympic qualities in them. Think about the thing about it this way: the the more players you have, you could you could go more than three if you like. Mm-hmm. It just gets longer and longer. <laughs> <laughs> it stays two meters, but rather than being two by two, yep. for one person, it's two by and so much more room for like error. Sixteen. <laughs> yeah. Ah. My sport has a regulation field, so when you're building a stadium, you'd know how long it needs to be. <laughs> I think they'd, they'd cap, depending on the stadium, they'd cap it at a certain yeah, amount. Yeah, Olympic teams are six and no more. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. But if you've got a big old field, you've got a 100-meter track. <laughs> James, are you, is yours wearing armor like American football and ice hockey? Um, not necessarily. I think there's a level of padding, but it's not the same level. Like okay. I wouldn't say helmets and pads, but you know, like, Kind of like their underpad. Yes, yeah. like underpad. So there's there's enough that you can kind of take a hit, but mm-hmm. not enough that it makes you fearless. Okay. Because one of the problems with hockey and football is you're overprotected to the yeah. point where you then have hurt you, people more. Have you watched any slam ball? I haven't watched any slam ball. It's um, full contact basketball with trampolines. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <Yeah>. So good. <laughs> they don't wear any padding. They wear like knee pads, but... Other than that, they just but literally yeah, just like, trust like each other. Essentially, underpads, and that's just enough that you know, if you fall awkwardly, you have a bit of protection, but not enough that like you'll go in fearless because, like that, then just leads to risks. Mm. James, is there any option of, let's say, it's got to the end of the third game? Yep, it's nil nil. No one scored a thing. Yep, they t- catch the. How would you settle this? Is it is it a, a just golden goal, or would you chuck in an extra ball, or what happens? Uh, I would call it. It would be fluke sprints. Fluke sprints. So it'd become a best of five fluke sprint. Okay. Bear in mind, you can only move five paces. Yeah. Before you have to pass. So essentially, both teams get a ball, and they get then they stand at the goalpost of their respective ends. Yep. And they have to get the ball into the fluke directly. Best of five. First team to do it. To get three out of five, Pat wins overtime. Oh man! And overtime counts as a one-nil win. Mm. Okay. I have an overtime rule. Yeah, Dan. I've got to ask Dan. What's, what's yours? Uh, so 
if it's let's say it's one all at the end of the game, um, you go to the next round, which is a uh, the grapple graft, um, <laughs> and depending on how many players you have, so if it's one v one, um, you just have to score two more points than the other. Similar to is it badminton that does that? Tennis kind of has it, don't they? Tennis. When you when you get into it, oh yeah, because you get the so it's similar yeah. to that. Yeah, but if you have let's say three people on your team, you then go one v ones doing that. And then it's best of three. If it's two people, um, one person goes twice, or four oh, people. Right. Okay. One yeah. Goes twice. Ah, nice. So each player would get a chance to go one v one. Penalty one v one. Yeah. Oh wow. To hit the grapple. This is really hard, and one of you is going to hate me. One of you is going to love me. I want to play both of these games. Yeah. Yeah. Both these games sound really good, and, and actually so well thought out. Honestly, and the, and the other other game. <laughs> <laughs> The winner oh, is and Colorado. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna, need, I'm gonna need 30 seconds just to think about this. <laughs> Who wins season one with their sport? <laughs> so right now, I'll, I'll let the listeners new in on what my thought process is. I'm, I'm sort of thinking about how this would be received as a, as a spectator, how it'd be received at a grassroots level, how it'd be received as someone that doesn't have that many players, someone that has a lot of players and they want all to play. I'm thinking all of this right now. Hmm. It's a new sport, so it wouldn't be immediately elevated to an Olympic level, but it could get there eventually. Which one would be more interestingly played? Ah. Oh. They're both really good. Attention is killing me. <laughs> I need a week. <laughs> I also need a week. <laughs> We're almost there. I'm about to announce. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta make sure it's Here right. It I know. <laughs> I know for a fact there are certain listeners that we know of that will absolutely batter me if I didn't go for the other one. Right? I just yeah. absolutely know. So, oh. But then again, I'm thinking of those particular people and going, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't know which way they would go. I've made a decision. <gasps> Big gasp. The winner of Wood of Panther Killer Raccoon in the Wild, season one, with their sport of <laughs> Graffle. Dan is the winner of season one. Well done. I love the fact that it was less players could play. It could be transformed into more elements. I love the fact that it was more point-based. And the, I, I really liked it. You almost lost it until you did the final round of each player can then get in and get make make, mis make that kind of thing as well. I thought I won with um, Graffle in the gaffle. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, James... Let's play. It, it could have gone either way. Let's it make, really could have. Let's make both these games a thing. I yeah. think. I think we should. They're both so cool. We should make t-shirts. Dan, <laughs> GG, bro. Baffled by the graph. GG. Uh, I think that was fully deserved. Dan has played a fantastic season. You too, Kurt. You pulled it out of the bag several oh, times. Yeah. Um. So, Dan, would you like to tell our lovely listeners what we have in store for our special round for season two? So our special round for season two will no longer be round three fight. No, goodbye we're round not, three. We're not saying round three fights won't happen. They might be round they, one or round they, two fights. They can be classed as open or closed questions, so yeah. they could just be plopped in here and there. So yeah. don't you worry. We will still answer we many will, questions on who will win if, in if fights. You're, if you've got a burning round three fight that you thought, I was going to submit it, but I didn't submit it, we'll, we'll ask it. Yeah. Or... I'll just come up with votes because I'm going to keep doing them. <laughs> um, however, our um, special round, which will be round three, um, we kind of teased it a little. Uh, when was it? A couple of episodes uh, ago? Was it episode 12? Was it? it episode 12? I think so, yeah. With the old Aragon Star Trek. Yes. It'll be the reversal round. Reversal round. Where That's a sound bite two... for you there. <laughs> <laughs> nice. The two, uh, the two answerers, <laughs> if you like, will be... Deciding on each other's answers. Yeah, so... Mm. Making it as painful as possible. As making it as painful so as... So, essentially, possible. it's a game of sabotage. Yeah. Um, so, for, ex for example... I really enjoyed the one we did, so yeah. I can't wait to do more. Yeah, so, for example, I could say to you guys, what is objectively the worst food? 
and then you, uh, Kirk might say, oh. "I'd say vegetables." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd say vegetables. Well, I would have to argue for why vegetables are the worst food in the world. And K- Kirk would then maybe pick, I don't know, bacon, <laughs> Yorkshire puddings, something that I, I don't know, Yorkshire pudding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Something that Dan would enjoy. So, yeah, it's going to be... I think it's going to give us an interest in dynamic. You say wine. (laughs) (laughs) Wine. Wine is the best, (laughs) yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be a really, really interesting dynamic, and we'll be back. So, well, let's... let's Explain the next few episodes. So, we will be having a couple of special guest episodes, which we're recording over this Christmas period. Um, Plot twist, we've recorded one before this. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um oops. <laughs> Due to availability. Yeah. Um so we'll be recording over the next like the next couple of weeks and stuff and they'll be kind of drip fed out at a semi regular basis during mm. the period. Like I wouldn't don't count on every single Friday, but you know, we'll try and get them out as we can. Yeah. With round, with season two probably starting yeah, February, March next year time. Um going back to your regular viewing. Um, and we've also got a special, a Christmas special planned, and it will not be half-assed like the Halloween special. No. It will. We've, we've had this plan for a bit longer. We've had than, this pl- than the 20 minutes before we recorded. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the Christmas special is going to be all Christmas themed. There's going to be some little bonus bits. There's going to, it's going to be a bit of a bumper length episode. It's going to be a holiday treat. Yeah. And to add it all in. Your favourite three boys may have had a little tipple during the uh, show. Yes. Um, we are making shots mandatory for the loser. <laughs> we are making wine free-flowing for Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> no. And we will start before we record. Yes. Yeah. Basically, we're going to set, set the mics up, then have a pre-drink, and then get into it. So expect it to be very sweary. Yep. And a bit slow. And probably nonsensical. Yeah. <laughs> Especially towards that last question. Probably incomprehensible. Not <laughs> fun and chilled. Yeah. But I hope all the listeners out there have enjoyed uh, learning about us. That's essentially what you're doing is, is we're, we're answering things, in our opinions, trying to sway the other person's opinions. So I hope you've learned, you've learned a lot about us. And yep. we'd like to then lean on that in the, in the coming seasons to then... For instance, Dan's what hatred of wine. I'd love to be able to use that at some point in the coming seasons to lean on. And, and over yeah. Christmas, I'm going to become the biggest wine snob. <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist. Plot twist. Dan loves wine. Um, but of course, before season two comes out, we will be pushing season one. Um, of course, it, oh, you, if you're listening to this, you've already listened to it. But perhaps your friends haven't. Perhaps your family hasn't. So please share it with them. The more views we get, the more listens we get. Uh, the better it becomes and, and the more accessible our podcast becomes for the coming seasons. And it's also quite nice that um, I think, let's see if she actually listens to the show, um, we can officially welcome on board our new social media manager. I was manager. about to say, got a few thanks to give uh, Lauren for yep. taking over my position as social media manager. Yeah. Because as we all know, I'm garbage at it. And Dan can do the graphics, the but he can't do the posting. Yeah. <laughs> like I say, three to five business weeks. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we can welcome on board and thank Lauren yeah. very much for stepping in. So hopefully, as season two rolls out and as the next few weeks go by, you'll start to see a decent social media presence from us. Yeah. Um, we're looking at, at some point in the near future, hopefully getting some videos of us, maybe doing a bit of a, a bit of bonus stuff on yeah. YouTube and yeah, stuff. Yeah, a bit of a React channel. We've got, yeah. we got plans in the works. Uh, um, another thanks I'd like to give is Celeste for allowing us to basically kick her out of her own house while we record. <laughs> And it ain't going to stop anytime soon. No. <laughs> and thanks for continuing to let us kick you out of your house. <laughs> and thanks to Amelia for allowing Kirk to leave his house long enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, and, yeah. Letting him out of his cage. <laughs> yeah. and, and thank you to all of you listening, because mm. like we're rapidly yeah. approaching 2,000 listens. I think we might just hit it before the end of the year. Yeah, would be great. Um, and... You know, it really is awesome to see that this thing that we kind of just screamed at each other in the car <laughs> and got excited about and then told Dan <laughs> that we've, t- we've happened turned, to be thinking about it already. <laughs> we've turned it into a thing and it's it's a good thing and we hope it continues to grow. And before you know, we've all quit our jobs and we're full time podcasters. Nice. Uh, one more thank you as well. I'm going to keep bringing him up is Kirk. Who's definitely put the most work in oh, out of all of us. Thanks. Um, 100%. 100%. To, uh, you know, edit and, and set up and 
and it's it's even though and thanks to me for putting the least work in <laughs> even though Kirk's, thanks to dan for making the graphic <laughs> making though, the logo even though kirk's been consistently in last place he's still turned up he's still edited he's, yeah pretty much on time <laughs> pretty much i mean sometimes could have well, easily, gets in the way. <laughs> easily cheated himself the win as well yeah, yeah. <laughs> could have overdubbed <laughs> us all and the point goes to kirk <laughs> yeah i'm gonna give kirk the point <laughs> <laughs> they just crop out every time we say kirk yeah. <laughs> that's what you're it's, gonna it's season- scary how how good i could probably do that season two is <laughs> get all the points. season two is kirk sweeping <laughs> It's season one from the upside down. It's just yeah. it's only Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> no, so uh, thank you all again for listening, and we will see you. Oh, well, are we, do- are we doing a guest episode before Christmas? We'll um, see about that. We'll see about it, but definitely a Christmas special before Christmas. Yep. You. So if you don't hear our voices before Christmas, or you, will, you will. You will hear our voices before Christmas. If you don't hear our voices before the Christmas episode, we'll see you at Christmas. Merry Christmas. Cue Christmas music. I've been Thick Jim. I've been Captain Cuck. And I am Champion Smokey D. Yes. Uh, that's, that's the game. That is the game. <laughs>